Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hello, and welcome back to an episode of the Self-Love for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Rose. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh my gosh, you guys, 2022, we are here. We are in it. We're in the thick of it. Uh, It feels so good. It feels really exciting. I'm so pumped for this year. So this episode is a little bit different um, from some of the other ones. You guys are familiar with having guests on the show. And you're also familiar with like the girlfriend chat episodes where we kind of just like riff on a subject. But today I have a super special guest. This is a client spotlight episode. I have never done this. I have never done this. It's kind of crazy to me because I, I I don't know. I think I have like some kind of idea that like, if I just like don't talk about my business ever, people will still come and like can help the world. But reality is that I need to be talking about what I do more and sharing what I do more and, and sharing the people who I'm impacting so that more people can see it and be like, oh my gosh, like that could be me. So Today, I have my incredible client and dear friend, Tia. Tia came to me... Actually, I worked with Tia before in the nutrition space because that was like a past life. (laughs) Um, But Tia came to me last year when I was promoting my group program, Pendulum. And since we are in the enrollment period right now for Pendulum, it is starting very, very soon, I believe on the 20th. Um, I was like, you know what, let's have, let's have some people on the show. Let's have some of my past clients who've graduated from this program and continuing to do the work on the show. And really, so you guys can hear like what it's actually like from a first person perspective. So Tia, thank you so much for being here today and being willing to do this. I know it's like kind of scary and vulnerable, Ah! but, (laughs) but I'm so pumped you're here. So so if you can just like, kind of just share like who you are, what you do, um, and just like a little tidbit about you. Sure. Um, so thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> I feel super special. <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, so I am a full-time working mom and I have one child. He is two years old. Uh, I also work in the commercial real estate world um, in California. I do property management for commercial spaces, um, retail, R&D, industrial, that kind of thing. Um, So I manage about uh, 1.3 million square feet. And that ranges, you know, anywhere from five minutes from our office to two hours from our office. So I'm all over the place. Um, (laughs) um, I like to also refer to myself as a pendulum OG. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, coming to you with the experience of you in the nutrition world and recognizing that I needed some more self work. Mm -hmm. Um, it kind of seemed like a natural progression to me. I already had that trust with you and honestly, probably one of the best leaps I've ever taken in my life. So Uh, I love to hear it. Yeah. I feel, you know, I really feel about like the nutrition space. Like, of course I, I got into that and I was really excited about helping people. And I integrated a lot of mindset work and stuff into that. But I noticed that there was just like, something was missing, right? Like there needed to be something deeper 
Um, cause there would just be people just like not following the plan at all. I mean, like you were there at some points, you know, and it wasn't like your fault and it wasn't like the plan's fault. It was really just like, there's something deeper there, um, that needs to be worked through in order to kind of like follow plans. And, and I didn't realize that at the time. And then of course, you know, as I got more into this work, I realized that. So like what initially, cause like, you know, the trust was there, which is awesome. Cause you've been, we've been in each other's spheres for a while now. So like, what was the leap where you were just kind of like, okay, this is it. This is a program. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm going to do it. I think for me, the, the biggest push was actually going through postpartum depression and anxiety. Um, that one is something a lot of people don't talk about. Um, and a lot more people experience it than everyone realizes. And I really needed something to help keep me from falling back into the abyss. Um, I had struggled with anxiety and depression and disordered eating most of my adult life. And I have tried talk therapy, acupuncture, hypnosis, meditation, journaling, medications. It felt like you name it, I tried it. Um, and my body still had that feeling of needing to just scream, but it couldn't all this kind of pent up energy. And when you started talking about the work you were doing, it was that little gut feeling, right? Not like the, not in my head of, Hey, let's try this. Let's throw some more money at the problem. It'll (laughs) this time. (laughs) And, um, it really just was that gut feeling of you need to do this. Mm. And did your head try to talk you out of it? hundred percent, hundred percent. Even when we did our discovery call, it was okay. We're going to do this call. And if it's not a right fit, that's okay. And so my brain was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. All the other programs haven't worked. So why would this work? And mm. why would you spend this much money on a program that is, you know, something you've never tried before. It's unknown to you. You know, you've spent money on all these other things and it didn't work. Yeah. It was a leap, like a real leap. Yeah. Yeah. And the commitment, I think also to having to show up with other people present Mm -hmm. was something else my brain used as a tactic to try and talk me out of it. Right. Yeah. So what actually pushed you over the edge to being like, okay, I'm doing this. Cause I, I, there's so often that we feel that like, yes, in our body that pull that yes. And it doesn't make sense. And our brain is like, this doesn't make sense. Here's a list of evidence of why, like, this isn't like all these things have never worked. You've tried all these things, you know? And, and it's like, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. But we ignore that little, like part of us. that's like, do it. <laughs> so what made you, what pushed you to be like, okay, I'm in. I think really, I remember crying about this on the discovery call with you was I could not go back into that abyss Mm. that I had fallen into of depression and anxiety and just crippling fear. Some days I couldn't get out of bed. And, you know, I was afraid that if I went down that rabbit hole again, if something else in my life triggered me falling down, that I wouldn't come out of it. Yeah. Very real way. And my body had that full body of this is it. This is going to save your life. Yeah. Before it really needs 
you know, urgent saving. I like just got full body goosebumps. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the investment, it's not small. It's It's not not insane either. I, you know, there's, there's people out there charging way more for way less. (laughs) Let's let's just like be real about that. Right. But, But it's a, it's a big investment. It's a big investment to make in yourself and to say, and we just had an episode on this, you guys, like to say, I am worth investing in because so often, especially with moms, I see this all the time. It's like, who am I to invest as much money in myself when I need to be taking care of my family, my husband, my kids, my, my business or my job or whatever. And like, usually there's scraps left over for you as opposed to being like, no, I'm going to put all the chips. (laughs) I'm going to put all the chips on the table in front of me, doubling down, betting on myself. And I know that all I can take care of everything else. So like, what was that? What was your kind of relationship to making that investment in yourself? It was, it definitely had a little bit of sticker shock to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you look at the hourly rate that you pay for regular one-on-one therapy, which most insurances won't cover, Mm -hmm. um, if it's out of network, which mine was, um, the, the pull of what you're getting is it's so heavily weighted against just a one approach dynamic. Yeah. There were so, it was so multifaceted your approach for this group program and for the embodiment practices that we learned that especially after the fact, I kind of have to laugh <laughs> at what you were charging. Yeah. <laughs> It w- I would have paid that, you know, double, triple if yeah. I had known really what the benefits were. And yeah. I think it also was because of that full body yes of, I shut up and take my money. <laughs> I would do this and, you know, I have never regretted a dime of it. And I don't, and it just sticks with me. And yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so funny to me too. Cause it's like, when you realize it, especially cause like what, what I went through and what I invested in my own, in my own work, um, was way more than that too. And, and I was very much so, you know, six months into it. Like if I don't, if I don't see a dime off this, if I don't, if I don't coach a single human and make a single dime, it is worth every freaking penny, um, just for what my own personal growth and what I got out of it. And so I love that. I, I love I love that you're like, of course, I'm going to honor your investment, right? Of course, like I know this, um, but not everyone knows that. Not everyone can believe that, especially with all the stuff that's out there. That's just not an integrity. Right. Um, I think it was helpful too. Um, prior to our discovery call on the intake questionnaire, you had us do having to put a dollar amount to what have you spent mm-hmm. already on all of the other approaches. And having that number in mind, and even when I put my number in, I knew it was more than that. Yeah. And yet I still spent a fraction. Yeah. All of that with you and got way more. Yeah. So what do you think has been the most impactful? Like how has your life shifted for the better? And like, if there was just like one way that was the biggest. If I had to narrow it down to one kind of boom word if you will. I know there's a lot of ways because everyone like all the one way. of the yeah one of the things I hear the most is um I got the other day was like this has exploded all over my life <laughs> I 
And I was like, I love that. <laughs> um, I think in all across all areas of my life, I'm really just more resourced. Mm. And I didn't, that wasn't even a word or way of being that had occurred to me before I worked with you, (laughs) but resourced in recognizing my own triggers. Some of them don't even exist anymore, Um, but having more tools to be able to handle certain situations, whether it's with anxiety or depression or anger or, you know, uh, trust and control issues and things like that having those tools and just the recognition that I've come this far. Mm. It's all, it all leads back to being resourced. The tools, the time, the knowledge, the energy is all different now and I can handle it without it sapping all my energy and what little is left. I would give to everyone else instead of taking care of myself. So I think that's, I think that's really huge for me. Yeah. I love that. What was the most surprising thing that came out of this for you? I think the shift in the relationship with my mom Mm. was a huge one. Um, We have had a quietly contentious relationship (laughs) my whole life, Um, you know, dealing with uh, being, physically and emotionally abused as a child and through my teen years and things like that. And really being angry with her and, you know, you're supposed to protect us and you didn't. And, you know, it, it weighed on our relationship a lot and I was not capable of recognizing what she may have been going through or um, how she might've changed since then, even moving into adulthood. But after this program and we did the cord cutting in Mm. one of our sessions in the group session um, and letting go of the hold that that energy and anger had on me has shifted so hugely. And it was almost immediate. Yeah. You know, the next time I saw her, she was like, are you okay? You seem different. And it wasn't a bad, are you okay? It was just, she could feel the energy shift. Yeah. And since then, you know, it's been a few months since the program ended, but things have only gotten better. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. It's so wild to me. Like, I, I love how, like, if you have, you know, decent relationships or even like strained relationships, they get better and better and better and better. Like they can get better, you know? Um, it's amazing. And then obviously if you're kind of in a horrible relationship and you're just like hiding it under the rug, then you will come to terms with like what you need to do for yourself Yeah. there, um, through doing this work. So it's like, it's so funny to me because it's like, yeah, we're in a group and, and I'm teaching the same thing to all of you, but you're all having different experiences with the work and you're, and you're implementing it in different ways that work for you and then seeing your own results. Definitely. And I think too, you know, it's cool to hear the dramatic change in the relationship with my mom and stuff, but for people who may not have that, Mm -hmm. you know, in their life, or at least something that they recognize as such, it also has taught me to have better boundaries and recognize 
what my relationships are with other people, you know, even people who I thought were very close, best friends, things like that, you kind of start to understand and feel the energy around you better Mm -hmm. so that you're not dumping into something that may not need or deserve to be dumped in on. Yeah. Um, And that's been huge for me too. Yeah. So many shifts. (laughs) So many, so many shifts. I love it so much. And your relationship with your husband has gotten even better. There has been, yeah, there have been shifts there and you're allowing him to kind of support you and take care of you. Whereas like that wasn't really allowed before because you weren't weren't able to receive that. (laughs) That door was closed. I had it handled, covered. I don't need anybody else, you know, he's a great man. He really is. And I just wouldn't let him hold space for me. Mm. And now I do. And he can, he can tell better, you know, when I need more support or when I need to kind of be given a little more space and we can talk more freely about that stuff too. Yeah. So good. Tell me about like going through this program. And like, I know, I know being with other women, it can be like a little intimidating, it can be like a little nerve wracking. Cause it's like, Oh my God, I'm going to be vulnerable here. And there are other people <laughs> like looking at me. So just talk a little bit about that. Like, what was it like to not only share and, and, and feel and, and experience in front of like to be witnessed, but also to witness others in the process. In the beginning, it was scary to open up and be witnessed by others. Um, a couple of them I was familiar with from other spheres through Rebellia. Yeah. Uh, so there was a little comfort there, um, at least of familiar names and faces. But it was really val. It ended up being really validating yeah. to be able to share something in a group of women like that who either could resonate with it or you could see on their faces that it sparked something in them of, Oh, right. I didn't think of that. Or, you know, Oh, wow. I never would have guessed that you had gone through that or that you were struggling with that Mm -hmm. because we all put on these brave faces and we're all strong women in our own right. We just, you know, stuff everything down in there yeah, and don't want to, and don't want to show other women that we're vulnerable or that we have struggles because that can be used against you. Right. And hearing others share their experiences and struggles triggered a lot of other things in my body and in my (laughs) mind. (laughs) Um, of maybe not the same thing, but other scenarios in my life where I had felt those same emotions or where I had felt a struggle that felt that way. Um, And it was, it was really interesting to experience, especially as a dominant uh, (laughs) uh, client, I guess, (laughs) group. Um, she says that because she shared a lot <laughs> when, when no one wanted to share a teal, I was like, okay, I'll share. <laughs> Fine. I'll do it. Um, and at first that bummed me out and midway, I even pointed that out to you and we had a little discussion about it. 
Mm-hmm. And that's when you helped me reframe, you know, it's not so much that I was worried that I was taking up too much of the group's time, that I was dominating the group. That's not who I want to be. Um, and I felt a little weird, like I had an audience instead of it being this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and when we reframed it to, you know, it might be sparking other things in them and that it's helpful for other people to hear you, you're sharing, um, it definitely eased that all that pressure yeah. a little bit. And I think kind of helped me recognize that's that worrying about taking up the time and being too much in the forefront. That's a me thing, not a them mm-hmm. thing, but that's my own. Fear yeah. Yeah. They, and if it is a them thing, right? Like if they look at you and they're like, ah, oh, there is Tia sharing again. Right. Then it's like, okay, well, what, what is going on inside of you? That's sparking that reaction. Do you wish you could, do you wish you could share freely more freely or, you know, what, what's about that? And like, I have that experience, you know, I've been in three (laughs) and I'm still in one right now, group programs, um, had massive amounts of people. Like, I think my first one had like 60. Um, my second one had, uh, well, the one that I'm currently in probably has about 70 or more. Um, but they're not always there at, at every single session. And then, um, my last program that I completed was like 125. Um, and there, yeah. And there are people who speak every single week and there are people who don't speak at all. And at the end of the day, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean you won't get anything out of it. If you don't share, um, you definitely will get more, I believe, you know, if you do, but whenever someone else shares, it kind of pops up all this other stuff, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like I feel that too. Like, wow, I thought I was alone in that. Or like, what? I didn't even consider that, you know? And it just like this whole magical kind of thing. And because we're all in it together and because we're all um, here to work on ourselves, right? There's no like judgment. There's no um, animosity. There's none of that like weird stuff. Cause it's just like, we're all here to work on ourselves. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I do, I really do appreciate you for sharing all the time. Cause it like, <laughs> you know, if no one shares at all, it's like, I, it doesn't give me that much to work with to have those moments, you know? So obviously, you know, I mean, I don't believe that you have to show up to every single session in, in the group in order to get something out of it. I think you need to watch every single session and participate in every single session, whether that be live or the recording. Um, and I think you can get just as much out of it for sure. Um, and I think that's a hesitation sometimes for people. Cause like, you know, we're all busy. Oh, I'm so busy, you know? And it's like, okay, well you can make the time for an hour, an hour and a half every single week for only six months and change your whole freaking life. Like, <laughs> absolutely. And yeah. really carving out that time. And it's really setting a boundary for yourself yeah. is what I found. You know, I have a toddler and we have busy schedules and lives and mm-hmm. just put it on the calendar. Yeah. Say, I'm going to do this. And you're this making the investment. You're spending the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you might, so you should be spending the time yeah. with the, you know, the. And that's uh, the simplest way to honor your investment. investment. Yeah. The simplest exactly. way to honor your investment is to just show up, just show up, be willing and open to do the work. So a big, a big part of, and I, I it's funny because I always say that I overpromise and I overdeliver because I'm like, I, and I don't do discovery calls anymore. Just FYI for you guys. I do, I do this through the DMs. <laughs> 
for a multitude of reasons why I don't do the calls anymore. But, you know, I say, I, I tell you all of the magic that can happen if you show up and if you do this work, but I cannot possibly really explain how much your life will change and how much your life will shift. So I know I'm overpromising. I know I am. Um, but I'm going to over-deliver on that over-promise because I can't even describe how incredible the shifts will be if you just do the work. Do you feel like that's accurate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, really, there were things I discovered about myself that I thought were major parts of my personality. And it turns out a lot of them were just coping mechanisms. Yeah. You know, I thought... I'm this fixer. I'm this control freak. I'm this, you know, type A, type A, (laughs) T of the tiger, you know, hard hitter. And it turns out those, a lot of that comes from coping mechanisms that I used to survive my life circumstances when I was younger. Yeah. I get to choose which parts of me I want to take forward. And it, has been really cool. <laughs> yeah, because you don't even do some of that shit at all anymore. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And then also, you know, when something kind kind of pops up, it's it's like almost like it happens in slow mo now. It's not you don't just like wake up one day and be like, oh my god, how did I get here? I'm back here again. It's like you see it happening, and you're like, something is going on that I need to look at, and you just do it. Yes, it's like so automatic now. Yeah. And that happens in all categories of my life. Yeah. Whether I get really stressed out and I'm start finding myself rushing around, rushing around, getting things done. And I end up making more mistakes, which frustrates me. And obviously the type A perfectionist <laughs> side of me. But now it's, okay, why do you feel like you need to do all of this right now? Who told mm-hmm. you you have to do that? Mm-hmm. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) and you know, same with some of the disordered eating habits that I had. Um, I find that when those triggers start to pop up, it's okay. What's happening in your life right now? Slow down. Yeah. And pay attention to what your body and mind are trying to tell you. Yeah. It's like unavoidable after a while when it you is. like strip it all back. To, when you strip all the stuff away, the crap that like you have, um, you know, that you've put on over all the years and you strip it all away when it starts to come back, it's like, you are so much more connected to like yourself that you can be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to address this. And that's like another promise that I make. That is a big, big promise that I make is that like, here's the thing, you guys, like I'm like a tour guide. Like I'm guiding you into the work. I'm not doing it for you. I'm not healing you. I'm not fixing you. You don't need fixing. Like, so my goal for the end of all of my programs is for you to not need me. I mean, you shouldn't need me to begin with. Right. But like, we all need help. We all need support. We all need guidance. There's a big coping mechanism. Trauma response is like, I have to do this on my own. Like if in order to be like valid, it's like, we believe that we have to like heal ourselves, like with no help from the, anyone on the outside world. And like, if we only have the tools that we have currently, and we only have like what we've got and what we've been through currently, how are we supposed to do something differently? How are we supposed to heal and shift and change if we don't have 
new tools. And so really what I do is I get in there and I give you the tools and guide you into the work. And that could look different for other people. And that's why it's not like, you know, here, do this and like (laughs) done, right? Like that's why it's a whole program. It's a whole process. And people are going to vary at where, where they are, you know, in the program for readiness. Like when, when we did that cord cutting exercise, Tia just happened to be ready. Like she was at the point where she was like, I am ready to release this energy, move on and like have a good relationship with my mom. That doesn't, that may not have applied to everyone else at that point, but maybe it did a few weeks later, right? Like we get to go back and, and, and watch the, the old episodes, (laughs) like watch old sessions, you know, and kind of get that out. But my whole thing is like, I don't need you guys to need me. Like, I don't want you to be like, like, Oh, I I have to keep working with you. Now, do I want to continue to support you? Absolutely. Like if that's something I can continue to do, absolutely. If there's something I can continue to offer you, sure. But I I am not the kind of coach who's going to be like, okay, well, the program's over, but you still have a lot of work to do. And so here's my next program, right? Like, Yes, I'm going to continue to create programs. Yes, I'm going to continue to sell them. Yes, there are going to be people who work with me one-on-one who also do group or group who do one-on-one and want to continue to work with me. Um, And that's all okay. And then there's going to be people who are like, dude, thank you so much. And they're going to move on. And maybe they don't need to continue to do this. Maybe they find someone else to work with. Um, But my goal is ultimately for you to have the tools so you can do this on your own. Um, and, and Tia is actually someone who, you know, she went through this group program, this super intense experience, went through transformation. And after the program ended, she was like, you know what, some stuff is coming up. Um, and I need to unpack it. I don't really want to do this alone. You know, can I do some one-on-one stuff? Fuck yeah, absolutely. You know, but was I chasing you down? (laughs) No. (laughs) To be like, Hey, (laughs) Well, and what's funny is that we were actually voice noting back and forth before weeks before that, maybe even a month or so. And something was nagging at me and I was using my brain to try to figure out what Mm -hmm. it was and was going down the nine different rabbit holes, which Mm -hmm. is my MO. And (laughs) when I get up in my head, at least, and the best part was, you know, you gave me some advice of how I could, you know, approach it. If I thought it was work, we're like, well, if, you know, how can we, you know, think about these different avenues you could take or approaches mm-hmm. or something like that. She's like, and then, and then <laughs> we call it the Tia thing because they like to <laughs> find an, an action plan and execute it immediately yeah, and just achieve and win my way through. Yeah, I, say, I, said, I said, you don't have to Tia your way through this. <laughs> yeah. Just sit through it, you yeah. know, just sit with it for a minute. And I did. And that kind of fell away. And then it turned out that my body really needed something else to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have been able to do that without doing all of the other work. My body would have never been able to communicate that well with my mind. And even with the cord cutting and things like that, I certainly didn't walk into that session that morning and think, (laughs) you know what, I'm going to heal my relationship with my mom. (laughs) (laughs) It was a surprise. Right. And early on, even I felt like I needed to come to the group with something to, something to share, something to fix. Like, okay, let's go down the laundry list of all my shit and find what fits, you know, this week's, um, 
set of tools or, you know, the certain phases that we were in of the program with embodiment and the different levels with that. But those things will just come when they're ready. And that's very hard to accept as someone who is <laughs> who wants to win an aggressive achiever. <laughs> I want to win this program. Like that does not work like that. <laughs> you know, it goes back to that. I can do it myself. You know, I, I was shitting all over myself because I couldn't do the meditation without audio. <laughs> <laughs> but when you let go of all that crap, yeah. It's like, who cares if you need the audio? Who cares if you need the support? Who cares? Yeah. Nobody cares. Take it. No, yeah. Yeah. No one's handing out trophies like at the end and being like, oh, wow, you did all your healing on your own. Good job. Here's a trophy. You know, it's like, we need each other. Like we need each other. And that's, you know, that's my goal. I'm like, I have all this, like, not just, not just tools, right? I have a gift. Like I am a gift. I know this now. And so part of being a gift is to, to give that to other people and, and to not just, you know, support them in it and also support myself in it, like making this my living, you know, like how fucking amazing and lucky am I, you know, fortunate am I that I, I can make this my life's work and like how gratifying, like I get incredible. I mean, when you guys win, that's when I win. I don't win when you swipe the card. Right. That's when my work begins. You know, I win when... I get these like voice notes and texts and messages being like, holy shit, (laughs) you know, like two months after the program's over, like, holy shit, like this happened and I didn't respond in the way that I normally would, which would have been a whole mess, you know, like that is when I celebrate. That is what pumps me up and makes me so happy. Definitely. And I think being able to be in that space with you and especially with the other women now have done some one-on-one work with you. Yeah. Being in that group of women and watching them win too Mm. was so huge. So good. (laughs) And I mean, continuing on in the self-love breakfast club after the fact. Yeah. And being able to still have that community of women who are putting in the work and who have put in the work and are all here like fuck yeah let's do this shit like you know and we've all made connections with each other um in ways that normal woman-to-woman relationships don't work yeah it's so good there's nothing like it like there's nothing like it yeah I love it so much so one last thing what would you say like if there is a woman listening to this or a woman who is like, okay, doors are closing. It's a pendulum really soon. The program's about to start. It's a six month program. I cannot get back. I cannot get in until like mid-year. What would you say to this, this person, this woman who is on the fence, whether it be because, you know, her brain is telling her what it's telling her or because the investment, what would you say? You know, there were a lot of things that I was doing in my life where I was constantly looking for something external to fix me Mm. and going through pendulum and recognizing that I needed to not, I needed to heal myself. I don't need fixing. Mm. And that in a lot of ways, you're the only one who can do that for yourself. Yeah. Having a guide is huge, hugely impactful. And 
I certainly wouldn't have gotten through this without you. I wouldn't be in a different place. Um, I would be, you know, up to my same old bullshit and wondering why (laughs) nothing I'm doing is working, Mm -hmm. but there is no external fix. It's inside you and you have to trust that you're ready for it and that you're going to show up for yourself, whether that means showing up to every session live or listening to the audios, um, audio recordings and rewatching the sessions and then having discussions with people about it after the fact, Mm. you know, you don't just watch it and say, okay, cool. I watched it. (laughs) You watch it and then you post or in the group or, you know, message crystal and message you and say, Mm. you know, this really hit for me or I have a question or whatever that looks like. You still need to do the participation, but you're the only one that can show up for you. And yes, (laughs) investment wise, really just take down that number that you have spent on all of the other approaches. None of it's cheap, you know, therapy, medications, uh, acupuncture, other platforms that can be helpful, but they're all tools. They're all external tools. Um, But I think if you break down that number, And you find a way Mm -hmm. to remind yourself that you are worthy of the investment. And it feels like a big number and it did to me, but it's worth it hundred percent. And there's, it's so hard, you know, it's the over promise over deliver. It's so hard to explain because everyone's journey is going to be different. And everyone's level of healing is going to be different. And what just what you need is not going to be the same as the others in your cohort. But knowing that it's worth it beyond measure is really the best thing I can say about it. That there isn't a dime that was spent that wasn't paid back tenfold already. Yeah. And we just finished the program in October. Yeah. And we, we are in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And and think of the time, the time spent, um, because if you're considering a program like this, like the, it's not like this, whatever things have popped up, have just popped up in like six months, right? Like you've been, a lot of people have been struggling their whole lives. And so it's like, what, what is it worth like to you? You know, right. what would that be worth? It's and like- I like how you said, you got to be ready. Too. Yeah. Like you've got to be ready. And that's why I don't, I'm not doing discovery calls anymore. You guys, like, I feel like sitting in a discovery call, like those are traditionally called sales calls. Those are sales calls. And so, you know, they're going to be objections that you need to overcome. And like, I don't want any part of that. If you've been around me, if you've been consuming all of my free stuff or my low ticket stuff, if you've been in my sphere for a while, you know who I am and that I am who I say that I am. And so when you reach out to me, be ready, right? Like be ready, be in. Um, and I just don't want to have to sit here and feel like I need to convince anyone. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I need to. I know that an hour with me is absolutely life-changing. I know that. And so I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you or try to overcome your objections. Like you need to feel that pull that you, that Tia felt that, that yes, that, okay, this is, this feels insane, but like, yes, I'm in, let's do this. 
um, and then hit me up and, and then let's go. Um, and until then, like, just hang out. Like, I'll be here. <laughs> right. And if people aren't, I would say to people who aren't ready right now, start consuming more of the free stuff. Yeah. Start consuming more of the low ticket stuff and get yourself comfortable with this process. Yeah. And you'll know when you're ready. Yeah. You don't just sit around, you know, doom scrolling social media one day and then a light bulb turns on and says, you know what? (laughs) And you will be scared. Like you still (laughs) might be scared. There's fear. There will still be fear. It doesn't mean you're going to be a hundred percent. Like I'm all in and I'm not scared at all. Like do it scared. Yeah. Cause it'll break you wide open, but yeah, (laughs) it will fill you. So you, your cup will be overflowing. Hell yeah. And that's where the resource comes from. So good. (laughs) You know, and some days you're going to cry a lot or scream, or some days you're just going to sit and absorb what other people have to say and what they're going through. And that's okay. And being able to show up for yourself and honor your commitment of time and money. Hell yeah. You know, I swipe that card and whether (laughs) I show up or not, that's not for you. Yep. It doesn't hurt you if I pay you and don't show up. It kind of does, but, <laughs> well, yeah, but I, that's true. I, I, I hate that. I hate that for people, but <laughs> I know, but it's not, you're the one that's missing out. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Thank you so much for doing this. Like, I just, I just love you so much. And like, you know, getting to go through this process with you, I just, it's just been so magical and so amazing to see you just blossom. And like, you just have like such an ease about you that like wasn't there before. Um, and it just makes me so happy. And, and I really, you know, I appreciate you coming on here because like, is this for me? Sure. Like, yeah, it's, it's to, to help me get the word out about pendulum and, and enroll people in this program. But ultimately it's creating an impact on others because you know, if they join, if they do the work that like their lives will absolutely freaking change without a doubt. So I, I appreciate you so much for all of that. (laughs) Like you're, you're not just doing something for me, you're doing something for humanity and that's pretty freaking right. So you can't help the world if the world doesn't know about you. Yeah. I love you. (laughs) It's not a, you know, and that's the thing is that you weren't salesy. You never have been. I can't. It's so weird to me. It's so hard. Then I need to get better with it. That's that's because I'm like, no one will know about me if I don't just talk about it. Yeah, that's true. But it you're still authentically you 100 percent of the time, even when there's tough love to be given. Mm, yeah, it comes and it's like, okay, shit, shoot. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I love you so much, and I am so grateful for the impact you've had on my life and. I don't know where I'd be without you, but it, I wouldn't be this different person that I actually am enjoying being. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Tia is absolutely amazing. And I just am so proud of her for all the work that she's done and for coming on and sharing her story with you guys. So 
Thank you for listening. And like I mentioned on this episode, I no longer do discovery calls. So if you are interested in the Pendulum program or working with me in any way, go ahead and just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Extel Rose, or you can do it on Facebook. Again, my handle is Extel Rose. I am more than happy to chat with you, answer any questions that you may have. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.